everybody happy monday happy monday we're back again another magic music mondays quarantine <laughs> style i'm very excited for today's episode i i feel like this episode could be its own series but i think we're gonna try to cram in as much as we can into one episode <laughs> <laughs> and so maddie why are you excited about today's episode you're talking about one of my favorite people to love and to judge in the music industry and that's Lady Gaga herself it goes it comes and goes in waves but I'll talk I'm sure I'll talk more about that as we get deeper into the conversation (laughs) (laughs) yeah actually it's it's a it's kind of a perfect time for us to be talking about her because she's actually back with some new music yes she's back with her uh, latest album is Chromatica which has had kind of a bumpy rollout due to the current circumstances. So we're not getting any live performances with this album. We've got a couple music videos and a lyric video, and it is mm-hmm. a concept album, which is, it's a, I think it's a deeper concept album than maybe what she's done in the past. So it's, yeah, so it's an interesting album that we will talk more about as we move mm-hmm. Forward. But yes, but Chromatica, it's been out for a few weeks now. And it's yeah. had a few singles. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there it is. Yeah. So maybe before we um get into the Chromatica album, we can like we can talk about a little bit about like our impressions on her and you know, favorite like, you know, past albums, songs and you know, just things that stood out to us about her because she's a very interesting artist she's she's been through different phases where we've seen her like do something crazy do something amazing do something that's unbelievable like or things that you would never think somebody would ever do in the music industry so yeah I definitely see her as definitely one of a kind yes so, I yeah. Agree <laughs> yeah so I think 2008 is when she um was when she kind of like, you know, went on to the music scene. And of course, everybody has to know the most popular song ever, Just Dance. Yes, that was the first song I heard by her. That was not the first album she ever put out into the world. She did put out a small um, EP um, by her real name, Stephanie Germanata. She had a band in New York um, (laughs) when she was trying to make it big. She did a lot of songwriting. Um, she went to Tisch for a year, which is a very famous performing arts college in New York. She, for mm-hmm. many years, had been practicing piano and wanted to um, make it big. But after a year in college, she really wanted to go for it, and she wanted to try to get a record deal. Um, and her dad told her, you have one year to get that record deal, or you're going to go back to school. So she got an apartment. She worked different jobs. She... Um, played in different small clubs. She made a lot of network connections. Um, She's written songs for all kinds of different pop artists. Um, Telephone was originally written for Britney Spears at that time by Lady Gaga, which is pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, And she did a burlesque, neo-burlesque show is what they called it. So she she had a record deal for a moment, got dropped, and then she started doing this neo-burlesque show with Lady Starlight. Um, and then found her lady starlight is actually, um, a friend of lady Gaga's and they work together in New York. Um, and they, lady starlight, um, was working in the clubs and lady Gaga was working in the clubs as a go-go dancer. And they kind of became friends and came up with this show and it might still be on YouTube. You can actually find, um, a video of them Mm -hmm. performing part of their show at Lollapalooza in, 2007 which is crazy because that's just like a year before we really came to know her as Lady Gaga Um, the show was called Lady Gaga on the Starlight Review and they did this thing where they had like hairspray and like flamethrowers and they would play like Mm -hmm. 70s disco and for sure it was just it was crazy it was different um but then eventually she did get her own record deal Akon actually really pushed for her to, to get that record deal. I mean, Lady Gaga made connections with mm. 
Red One, who was a really big influence on um, her first album as Lady Gaga, the fame. Uh Um, You'll hear him kind of called out in a track or two um, on that album. And yeah, Just Dance was the first single from that album. And the crazy Mm -hmm. thing, too, is that that song was in a way meant to pump up uh, the feature on that song, who is Colby O'Donis. And yeah, Just Dance was kind of meant to feature him. And who's heard about him since? We don't we don't even know about that guy anymore. Right? So here comes Lady Gaga, and she's like, yeah, okay, you know what? Forget this guy. And she comes out with this album, um, The Fame, which is very yeah. retro-inspired. But yes, Just Dance was the first single. And I remember the uh-huh. first time I heard that song, I could not stop listening to it. I just thought the <laughs> intro synthesizers... It was just addicting, the sound right. of that song. I, I still love that song to this day. I think it's a great song. It's fun. It's making fun of party people. Right. And it's it's great. I, I love that song. I love that album, but I love that song especially. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think if that's a song, um, Just Dance will always be that song that everyone has to love for the rest of their lives because it really is an addicting song. Like, you can't... You can't not, like, love it. It's like, as much as you want to say you don't love it, you love it. Because it's fun. And I think the music is just, you know, so spot on. And, like, the beats are on point And it just, it just like, you know, smooths everything all together in one. So it's still a good song. I, I'll still love it till the day I die, no matter what. But I'd have to say, like, like hands down, like, I think the best song on the fame is probably Poker Face. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. I think Poker Face is probably the best song on that album, like, by far. And I think, like, Poker Face, like, you know, was definitely a notch up from from um, <laughs> from Just Dance. I was going to say something else, but those are the other songs. But um, that, like, I want to talk about that music video for a second. Like, I think that's what yeah. that song made me fall in love with Lady Gaga even more, just because... She was so beautiful in that in that music video. I know that she was wearing a wig, but her I was like so jealous because I was like, I want straight hair just like that one day. And you know, she was dancing so like you know crazy, and the costumes were cool. And I, I my favorite part of that music video is probably the ending where she goes pa 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 poker face pa pa poker face. And I don't know why, but that's always like the most catchiest part of the of the song but those lyrics are just like they come from a genius and for her um being like you know how old was she was she was like 22 or something when she did that song yeah she was a child 21 or 22 yeah (laughs) yeah just for like a songwriter or a singer to like have that imagination and that whole like idea for that kind of video and that song really like really just shows that she was gonna go far in life and she was really gonna make music like in so many creative ways and I was really excited to see where where she was going to go after that so so yeah that was that was the start of my love for her in my in my opinion and then paparazzi came out and I'll never forget that um her performance at the VMAs in 2009 oh my gosh one of my favorite moments in pop culture history if if you have not seen this video you need to look it up pause this, go watch it. It is fantastic. I I feel like that performance summarized what the fame is about. The fame is about kind of poking fun at fame and the problems with fame and the the dangers of fame, um, which she also kind of gets into on her next album or kind of her EP, The Fame Monster. But anyways, in the VMA performance, um, you know, there's, she's on stage performing and you know, you think it's so beautiful and glamorous, and then she begins to bleed out on stage. And I, I remember watching people's faces, you know, they, they pan to, like, Kanye and, like, you know, and they're just like, what is right. going on? Like, people think, you know, maybe she's really bleeding out, and she starts playing piano. And by by this point, I think people were starting to realize she really was very talented at piano. She has, like, a foot on the right. piano. She's, like, oh, yeah. tossing her wig around on the piano. Um, and then by the very end of the performance, she's hanging um, by, by her wrist, but she's kind of hanging above the crowd and there's this echo of camera flashes and kind of the, yeah. you know, you think about, I think about people like Marilyn Monroe um, or like even Britney Spears and how, 
I think in our society, like we kind of celebrate this fall of a celebrity, especially like a, a woman. And she really summed that up. And I, I think, you know, like you were talking about with like that performance or like her music videos, she, she was so different in 2008 and 2009 because she had a very specific, refined, like visual performance. Like Katy Perry was there and like Kesha was there, but they did not Taylor have Swift this like, there. They, they didn't have this like bold, like, you know, I mean, you see the straight, like you said, the straight hair and the bangs, like you knew that was Lady Gaga. Like you didn't, yeah. you didn't see that on anybody else at the time. And, you know, it just, she just, she stuck to this, you know, kind of set of looks and she would wear her kind of crazy outfits. Like even in the paparazzi video, she has like, I remember these kind of like Mickey Mouse looking sunglasses yeah. and she, <laughs> you know, she would wear kind of wild stuff out her makeup. Um, um, at the Grammys that year, she had, she like, she changed outfits like four times during the Grammys or the VMAs that yeah. year. Um, and people just didn't know what to think of her. You know, people yeah. were just like, whoa, like this lady is, she is Gaga. Like she's crazy. Um, so it just, I, I like as a, I was like 13 when that album came out. Mm -hmm. I just, I really appreciated her like theatricalness. And I, I felt like mm -hmm. she really saw pop music as something more than just like pop music. Like she really, and, and, and I know, you know, now we can go back and, you know, we can talk about, you know, like, like when she was in college, I mean, she studied, you know, the psychology and the kind of culture of pop music. Right. So she like has academic studies in this and she took that and really made it into her style and it just I again just that album and the songs on it like it is so tongue-in-cheek and just so different from anything I think that was coming out at that time it really blew me away as right a young a young child to teenager I was just like whoa like <laughs> this is so different and mm -hmm. even and I, I you, you'll probably agree with me but the sound of that album like changed how pop music started to sound. You know, pop music used to be kind of just bubblegum. Bubblegum. <laughs> um, I think of like Taylor Swift, like Love Story, like I Kissed a Girl, like you know TikTok, like just kind of these fun songs. And Lady they Gaga like, was like, no, no. Yeah. They were like, I feel like they were like cheesy a little bit. They yes. were like these cheesy pop songs. And then when we when we got Lady Gaga, you know, she was turning it up a notch and she was just like she was making it like like brave and I don't know if I could say brave as one well because she is a brave person in real life. Like yes. for her like what she comes up with on stage, what she wears and how she presents herself, she just does not give a damn. She really does yeah. not. And, you know, that girl has been through a lot. Um, if For many people who don't know, I know that she went through, like, you know, a phase of being bullied and being rejected. And just for her to, like, you know, for her to come out, like, you know, in the music scene, that's when she was, like, proving everybody wrong. But she wanted to, I think she wanted to change pop music and really make it, like, not, she wanted to make it, like, anti-pop, but still make it pop at the same time. Yeah. And I think that she, like, she made a really big mark and that really paved the way for other artists today, like pop other singers who have had, like, you know, have been inspired by her because you can hear it with other artists like Dua Lipa, let's see, Billie Eilish, you can even hear it. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like those artists and, like, there's so many I can't name at the moment because it's just like, because pop has changed so much through the years, yeah. I feel like she really started that all. So I, I really like respect the hell out of that girl, man. So yeah, yeah. But everybody needs to go see that VMA performance because it it's just will amazing. rock your brain. It will rock it's, your world. It will creep beautiful. you out, but it will rock your world. But yeah, um, I've watched it too many times to count. Like it's yeah, and I I know in in Las Vegas she has a show in Las Vegas now. Mm -hmm. Um, and they have oh, a yeah. small kind of. They have kind of a small little area with her costumes and stuff. And I think they have that costume there with, like, the fake blood on it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need to see that one day and just kind of, like, stare at it for 20 minutes. And just that, like, that that was a moment. That, that, was, a, that was a moment. You know, you think about Britney Spears with her snake uh -huh. during Slave for You at yeah. the VMAs. And I'm like, 
Okay, but also is up there as Lady Gaga and, you know, on the, you know, up there. So, yeah, and that yeah. was just her first album. And already people were like, what, you know, what is she going to do next? What is, you know, what's going to happen next with her? Right. Um, and I, I, I saw her, I, th- I think the next kind of move after that album was she came out with the Fame Monster. Yeah. has bad romance oh, on it. And that just blew her into the stratosphere and I I saw her in concert right that that December 2009 and that was like right when that single had come out and her show was it was cute it was a fun concert and I remember um, about a few months later they kind of revamped the entire concert and I saw on HBO they had filmed it's called the monster ball and I I remember seeing the monster ball so you've seen it it is amazing and it was like what I had seen, but like on steroids, like it was crazy to see how much of this one concert had changed in just a right. few months because of this one extra, you know, single she had put. It just blew her. That it, <laughs> that whole that whole concert is just amazing, right? I, but I'm I'm not gonna lie. When I watched that on HBO one night, I cried. I was like, yes. I'm not even there, and I'm crying because just of how amazing that concert looked the singing the the light effects the stage and her speeches holy crap her speeches how is it that this one person just like can touch your heart in some way and tell you don't let anybody ever take your shine away you can make a difference you can do what you you can to set your mind to and i'm getting a little emotional as I speak because I was seeing people crying and I'm just like, Oh, I'm crying right now. So, (laughs) (laughs) but no, I'll never forget that. And the opening song for that, that concert was dance in the dark. And I'm telling that is actually my favorite Lady Gaga song ever. Like I, if I had to pick any Lady Gaga song that I can listen to for the rest of my life, it's going to be that song because it's just, and, and and this sucks to say too, but I, I mean I'll say that till the end. But I just love the way that the song just kind of like you know starts off, and then it kind of like you know flows into like this really cool like keyboard like keyboards and like like other like metal things that they were clinging on. And I don't know how to like explain it, but the lyrics are just so beautiful, and her voice is just you know phenomenal. And honestly. Um, after when I heard it like many times, then I then I thought to myself, I was like, "Is this sounds like a Madonna song for some reason?" And then I was like, "Uh oh, I hope I'm not comparing her to Madonna," because then after that, I kind of like was thinking like, you know, is she today's Madonna now? Because like you know, obviously Madonna wears like you know crazy costumes as well. So yeah. I was like hoping like, hopefully she's not like you know copying madonna or anything like that but i don't know i was just like that that was like a random mind that i had at that time but i just i'm so in love with dance in the dark it's it's a song that i hope that everybody falls in love with or i hope everybody's in love with yeah i I love that performance because when when i saw her with that performance they had kind of this like introductory screen that played the song and then she kind Mm -hmm. of came out she was in this like box thing but in the in the kind of revamped monster ball monster ball 2.0 yeah um, as a lot of fans call it she it's kind of this like urban cityscape and she's like on this fire escape and she has these sunglasses on but the sunglasses are covered in like sparkly fabric and it's like she can't see you and I remember reading an interview with her and she said you know I'm just so nervous you know, she said something about, you know, being nervous to be on stage. Like she didn't, right. you know, she was scared to like look out into the crowd. And that song is about, I mean, that whole album, The Fame Monster, it, it is a follow up to the fame, but it's like this very introspective look at like the dark side of fame. And each song on that album represents a different um, fear that she has. And so oh. yeah, when you really look at the lyrics of that song, it's like, it really is a very deep song and it's really someone mm. like just trying to express this meaning and the sound of it is great it's it's this very oh, like God, yeah. dance electronic and you know I think about music at that time even like when the fame monster came out like you started having 
Teenage Dream came out and people were starting to kind of pay attention to this electronic sound that she was making big, but she had to get big first. She owned it first. And then, and then that's, this is the point where she started to get a little controversial. Like she'd gotten mm-hmm. controversial in the fame with poker face and saying she was bisexual Oh, yeah, that she was that. transgender. That was a rumor that had been spread about her, so she just kind of tried to own it. But when the fame monster came out, I remember the song Alejandro, which is a fun song. Oh, God. But I, I remember the music song. video came out, and the music video, um, there's a lot of imagery used that, you know, might think, it might make you think of Nazi you know, Nazis in a way. There's it's kind a little of bit of a dictatorship a, going on. It's a little bit of a sensual video too. I remember it seeing is also, that video and I'm just like, yeah. whoa, okay. She, I remember the Catholic church got mad because she like swallowed a rosary in the video and she was wearing like a nun's outfit. I know oh you just kind of come So, you know, the Madonna comparisons were not stopping, right? Because Madonna was this woman on the scene who was owning her sexuality and kind of, you know, had this very vivid imagery in her music videos and performances and was kind of using Catholicism uh, aesthetically. And, you know, I I remember that that was the point where the the comparisons were rolling in. Um, But I think, you know, I still think, again, like still what she was doing at that time was so different from anybody right. else. You know, I think even like the bad romance music video, she's like in this futuristic bathhouse being auctioned off as like a prostitute. Like it's just I'm like where like where did this come from? Like I still am just like where how did you come up with that? You know? Right. <laughs> so yeah, bad romance, yeah. man. Such a good song. Um, a couple of my favorite songs from the Fame Monster. I think I have more favorite songs on that album than I do with the other ones. But I really love, um, yeah, like I said, Alejandro, Bad Romance, Dance in the Dark are great. But I want to talk about Telephone because yes. that is with Beyonce. And I was like, no artist could ever collab with Beyonce. And I wonder who would be next. Who was it? Lady Gaga. And... Yes. That song, okay, um, that music video is phenomenal, and it's fun. It's like a Quentin Tarantino film, and actually the one of the, the cars that um, Lady Gaga and Beyonce drive, um, that truck, that yellow truck, is from Kill Bill Volume 1. Yeah, the pussy wagon. <laughs> I was going to say, P dot 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 wagon. <laughs> yeah but no um that music video was so cool i remember um just being obsessed with it for a while and actually um lady gaga's little sister is actually in the video she's one of the jail girls and she looks exactly like her it's amazing to see like how twin like they are but yeah so that's a good song and then i love um <laughs> this is actually a kind of a funny song teeth I don't know why, yeah. but that's like, I find that song kind of funny, but it's like, it's so cool because it's like, what pop star will talk about teeth? But I think it's, um, I, I don't know if it's talking about like teeth, teeth, but I feel like it's like a metaphor for something. I still haven't like researched it yet. I don't know if you, if you really understand what that song's about, but if anybody knows yeah. what that song's about, please leave a comment below and I'll research it on my own one day. And then I also love So Happy I Could Die. I think you actually introduced me to that song. I, I feel like at one point. I love, I love that song. I love that song. Yeah. Like, I think he's supposed to be about. So Happy I Could Die is good. I think that song is about like alcohol, like having issues with like going out and partying. Mm-hmm. And I think Peace is about um, being afraid of the truth. She says that like the truth is ugly. And mm-hmm. um, when when I saw her, in concert she talked about you know she'd rather like she'd rather have a lie over the truth any day and she she has flip-flopped on that statement over the last few years sometimes she said you know she would prefer the truth another time she said she prefers lie um but I yeah I like Keith a lot that song is just really fun and I think that's a fun song for that um 
a small album to to end on. Um, but Dance in the Dark is probably my favorite from that. Bad Romance is fun, and Alejandro is good, but Dance in the Dark is, I think, one of her one of her best songs. Yeah, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. And now and we get we get another we well and, and on that album we get another Lady Gaga uh ballad piano ballad which she after this point kind of has featured at least one ballad it seems like on all of her albums um we got speechless on there which was about her her dad had a heart attack and almost she almost lost her dad and that's a really good song. i really like that song but it's a very sad song but it's really good yeah so she wraps up the fame monster and then we have the best one of them all Born This Way. <laughs> I'm so happy you agree it's the best one because it's probably my favorite too. Everything about the Born This Way era just makes mm-hmm. me swoon. I love it so much. Yeah. But I want to ask, like, okay, so I know that Born This Way was definitely like an anthem for just anybody, whether you were straight, whether you were gay, transgender, black white your color like i felt like that was like the album that everybody like just was so happy to hear and just felt so good about themselves after that after after the song born this way i know that i felt good after seeing after hearing it because she was just being so truthful about loving who you are and don't like you know don't change who you are because you were born this way. <laughs> she wasn't being cheesy. She was definitely being real. And <laughs> let's not forget that music video where she's in a little embryo egg. That was actually at the Grammys, but yeah. even that music video, she's like, she's like a an alien, and then she's like a skeleton, and then she's like a robot. It's it was it was so cool. It was just the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I mean, there, there there was kind of a concept to that album, which was that she was she was from an alien planet and she was going to birth this new race of, um, you know, people who were going to be mm-hmm. kind and loving and kind of own their truth. And yes, the music video, there are like fluids and there are weird alien things. And so something that I do think is cool is that in the concert for that, um, album, which it, the the tour for that album did get cut short because of her hip injury. Um, oh, that's right. And it's it's awful. You can actually see the video of the very last night of the concert, and she just falls to the ground, and she actually starts uh, hitting the stage, and she's just so angry that she can't keep going. It's so painful to watch, but uh, the that storyline, that concept of the alien race thing, actually continues into the concert, and it is a whole like stage production that revolves around that storyline and it's crazy it is one of the craziest like stages I've ever seen there's like a whole castle on the stage and it's just her costumes are crazy um but right. it all started with just that title track born this way that's I mean it's it's crazy it all stems from that one song and I I think she wrote that song in like five minutes like she said she oh. was in the shower and got the ideas and she just got out of the shower and like wrote the entire song and like like that and I mean that song still means so much I I have friends who are um, gay and transgender and a couple of them have been like that's the song that really made me you know comfortable with myself so that's the song that you know means the most to me because you know and I think any I think anybody can really that song just pumps you up it just makes you just appreciate who you are and happy to be who you are Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah that song is awesome that's a great song Yes, everybody, I think everybody somehow like has related to that song in many different ways. And I think it puts a smile to everybody's face. And I think she did an amazing job on that song. It has to be like her top five, like best songs of all time. Um, My favorite song actually on that album, I think I have two. And one of them is Judas. Judas is a freaking awesome song and I love the video it's so funny because it's like when I love the song I also love um the music video too but that music video was so cool but it was like kind of like weird at the same time because she was like 
she was like being like you know the demon a little bit and then like at the end she's getting whipped by all these people and you go you got an actor who's playing jesus and then she's like on this motorcycle in this motorcycle gang but just the way that song like starts off and ends is just addicting it's so like you cannot stop hearing it and like her vocals are are amazing she hits those high notes and my favorite line is um where she says jesus is my virtue virtue i think and then judas is the demon i cling to i don't know the way she sings that is like is like whoa i don't know why i just like i get chills every time i hear that verse so yeah and the dance the dance to that song is is like incredible i want to like learn that dance one day <laughs> i can teach it to you i know it i <gasps> I, I love you know it? Once I learned the dance. yeah i still i still know it especially the chorus part it's a really fun dance um it's mm-hmm. like my one party trick I can do the choreography, <laughs> but I, I, I love that song. I, it's funny you mentioned Telephone, the music video for Telephone and Judas. And I, I, I have really vivid memories of coming home after school and like mm-hmm. the music videos had come out. And I remember like running to the computer, dropping my stuff by the door, running to the computer and watching <laughs> the <laughs> music, the music videos mm-hmm. for those songs. But Judas, I remember being like, whoa, like it is just, the colors are so rich and mm-hmm. you know she's kind of this Mary Magdalene character and right. Nor- Norman Reedus is there as Judas which I still think is really funny um, oh he, yeah like, dead. yeah I totally yeah, forgot Darryl that he's in Washington. the video <laughs> yeah and the actor who plays yeah, Jesus he's oh go ahead no, I was, I was gonna say just choreography. The whole music video was just like, again, it's just like, whoa, like it's like a, it's almost like watching a movie. Like it's just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it kind of had like a Sons of Anarchy type of vibe, like especially in the beginning. Yeah. Totally. yeah. Well, I was totally. just saying that the actor who plays Jesus, I've seen him in like sports movies before, and he's a babe actually. <laughs> but um, he's in the movie Coach Carter. I don't know if you've ever um, seen that movie before with Samuel L. Jackson, but he. Um, He's in it, and then I realized I was like, "Oh, that's him from Coach Carter." So I was like, "Okay, he can play Jesus because he looks the part." So <laughs> that's just what I wanted to point out. Uh, my other favorite song, and I, I rediscovered it as of yesterday. I don't know why, but I was like, "Why am I just hearing this song again for the first time in years?" Because I used to love it so much. It was Black Jesus, Amen, Fashion. Yes. Dude, yeah. that's like a freaking runway, walk the runway song. And I just, I love it because it, it pumps you up. And I, I think like, okay, I don't know. This is the question I wanted to ask you. Um, Because she says she has songs about Judas and Black Jesus. Do you feel like Born This Way is like um having some biblical references in it? Oh, yeah, I totally think. I think that's a really big part of that era um there you know I, I mean even like her performances um especially like when she was doing kind of performances of Judas like if you watch her perform Judas on like I think it was on the Ellen show like she's wearing this latex blue outfit and it's very much like a callback to like Mary and like kind of like the color blue in the bible or like in biblical depictions is really significant and kind of signifies Mary so you have that. Right. Um, I mean, just, it, it was definitely, yeah, that was definitely like a big part of that album. Um, yeah, she definitely was using a lot of like Catholic imagery. And I think especially again for songs like Judas or songs like um, Black Jesus, she definitely was kind of calling upon that. Or even she has, it's one of my favorite songs. It's not like a super fantastic song, but I really like it on there. She has a song called Electric Chapel. And she kind of mm-hmm. talks about almost like a bar or a club as kind of like a, a church um (laughs) you know in the in the stage performance of that like during her tour I mean there are a lot of crosses everywhere on the stage you know it's kind of this castle with uh kind of crosses with the hearts cut out which is or with kind of a heart in the center which is actually the cover um of the Judas like single so I absolutely think yes very much biblical not you know I think about like I, I feel bad comparing to Madonna again, but Madonna also has used a lot of like, you know, 
Catholic imagery. Um, like, a like a prayer. Especially, mm. right? Like, so Lady Gaga was not going to necessarily that length, but she's definitely kind of, she definitely was also drawing inspiration from a similar place, but in her own way. She's definitely doing it a little bit differently, which is kind of cool to see. For sure. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, the, so good thing you clarified on that because I don't know why, like, you know, first time, like, you know, re, like, you know, re-listening to this album, I was like, oh man, I, I didn't realize that there was some, like, you know, you know, biblical, like, you know, titles and things like that. So good thing I asked you about that. Cause I know you're very good at analyzing <laughs> and diving deep into the albums. Also edge of glory is, is still yes. a jam to this day. Yeah. I, I love that song. Um, I am a, I'm a somewhat Bruce Springsteen fan. Um, Cause maybe I'm like secretly an older person or something. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, um, That's okay. The saxophone on Edge of Glory is actually done by someone who is in Bruce Springsteen's um, band. So he right. passed away a few years ago, but Aww. it was kind of cool. This little connection. Lady Gaga has talked a lot about her love for Bruce Springsteen as a songwriter. And so mm-hmm. I think that's kind of a cool thing um but yeah edge of glory is a great song and i like the music video it's simple it's a simple mm-hmm. music video she's kind of um you know on these fire escapes and she's wearing this very like funky almost like egyptian-y right outfit um the outfits during this time were really crazy um she she had just done her meat dress before born this way she was actually That's in the right. she announced born this way i mean i remember that share her like meat you know bag, whatever the whole you know sheriff gave her the award it was crazy mm-hmm. that was so crazy it was good but it was crazy um yeah, so, yeah like, during this time was really nuts but yeah you know what you know what also gave me more respect for her I remember um she did a Thanksgiving special on yeah I think it was on CBS or ABC and she was talking to what's her name um, is it like Katie something? It was one of those interview oh, people. Katie. Katie yeah, and it was so cool because she was working with children. She was like also um with um with chefs, and she was cooking like her family's like favorite things. And when she was doing her interview, um, you know, I think like one of the nuns from her school came by and surprised her, and she was so cute. And I remember um she was saying that um, she opened a restaurant with her dad and that's when she also created the born this way foundation. And I think that just, that sparked so much love um, so much more love for her that I had um, in a way, because it was just like, wow, you know, not only does she make good music, but she's using her music and her platform for good. And it brought her to tears because she said that that was a goal of hers that she wanted to do was like open a restaurant named after her aunt. It was her dad's dream to actually open up an Italian restaurant with her because they are big Italian people. So very I wa- Italian. <laughs> yes. I know. I want to go to New York again one day and go to her restaurant. That's a goal of mine. And I'm sure everybody would love to go there too. But um no, seeing her in that interview just really changed my perspective on her and just like made me fall in love with her even more. And then she had um I think later on she had a an album with Tony Bennett somehow yeah or was that a l- yeah. little bit later down the line that was after but I think I think another really important song before we jump to Tony Bennett Bennett um on Born This Way is the opening song which is Mary the Night and Mary the Night is accompanied mm-hmm. by this like 10 minute long music video um and that's the music video that again I remember watching it for the first time after school and I was just really taken aback by it but it's a very deeply personal video um in the beginning it's almost suggested that maybe she had an abortion it's not totally clear exactly um and then later in the video she kind of reenacts the moment that you know she had this initial recording contract when she was younger um, right and then she was just kind of suddenly dropped from the record label with no explanation and she actually kind of reenacts that that's so sad. Mm-hmm. Like she, she's on the, she's just crying on the floor saying I'm a star. And she like pours Cheerios all over herself. And then 
mm-hmm. she she gets in this bathtub and she puts bleach on her hair and she starts singing Mary the Night and you kind of like if oh, you know God. her story like you kind of realize like so Lady Gaga is kind of this person she she embodies and has created um, to kind of work through that experience that she's had maybe and it's mm-hmm. and I. The, the other the other part I really love about that music video because there's, there's kind of a story so she kind of falls out of you know her music contract or whatever um, and then she you know she has this line where she says you know I, I got out my bedazzler again and you know mm-hmm. I did what anybody else would do I went back and I started all over and I just she did I mean she had to do that and mm-hmm. I think so many of us can relate to a situation where you've worked really hard to get something and then it doesn't work out and you have to kind of start over or begin again. And like, I just, ugh, I love that music video. And at the very end, she's kind of dancing in the street. Um, and she, she kind of pulls her sleeve aside and you see she has a meeting set at Interscope Records who ended up signing her. Um, and it's just, it's just, it's such a, like a, it's, I love that there's a story to that music video. Um, it just makes the song so much more powerful, but um, it just it's kind of kooky the way it's done and I think a right. lot of things in the Born This Way era it was very Lady Gaga-esque and then she does she goes into doing things with Tony Bennett and she's kind of talked about she, she was more Lady than Gaga at the time <laughs> um, but I think hearing her do these kind of you know jazz um, American songbook classics with him um, right. I, I only knew Tony, Tony Bennett from um, part of my family that my mom's parents, my grandparents who really liked jazz. So mm-hmm. I knew like, like, I knew the name. I didn't really know him personally, <laughs> like right. in, in a way, like not personally, but I didn't know much about him. Um, but I, I, I really liked that album um, because it was something I could like listen to with my grandparents and we could all kind of like really enjoy and appreciate it together. And some of the performances she did with him were just really like, that was the time where she kind of was like, I becoming more sophisticated, I guess, and more, even more refined in her performance. Mm-hmm. Um, she I, turned a switch yeah. at that time. Yeah, she was really like, you know, I've done the pop thing for a few years. I want to try to kind of, you know, flex at something else. And I think she showed, I think she really proved to people that she can do more than just write and sing pop songs. You know, she can. Right. I mean these really classic songs. I one of my favorite performances from around that time was when um, she was at the Oscars and she performed um, "The Sound of Music" and she was yeah. Oh, it was just beautiful. It was just such a beautiful performance. So yeah, yeah, that was that was a cool time. It was different. I mean, I I don't see you know you don't see other pop singers though going from genre to genre like that like right you know being so flexible yes um yeah I I remember that that Grammy performance uh, that definitely put a smile on my face because it was like something that you've never seen her do before but she oh she has a big she really wanted to act before she became a singer I remember when she won um um a Golden Globe at the Golden Globes obviously for her performance in American Horror Story, I believe it was. Yeah, American she was, Horror Story. She was so touched because she was like, she. I remember her saying that she, she wanted to be an actress before she became a, a um a singer, and and guess where she's at now? She's acting and she's singing, so she's doing it all. Yeah, I, I feel like that time. Yeah, between like Born This Way and art pop like she really just started doing kind of different projects because she could so yeah she was acting in American Horror Story and um well I guess that was that was after art pop technically but you know she was working on just different things that were kind of outside of her comfort zone maybe people expected her to do and yeah I think probably out of her comfort zone so yeah uh-huh. it's really cool to see that yeah um, and I think I think that made a lot of people take her even more seriously mm-hmm. as, you know, an artist. You want to use that term. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. No, she, um, she did like some pretty cool things along the way until, till where she got now. But um, I'll summarize like, you know, the last 
or the, the next three albums very short because, you know, obviously these weren't really my favorite ones. So like art pop, I only liked one song, which is no longer on that album. I'm sad about it, but I understand why she took that song off. Oh, it's I do know, what you I want. Know song. <laughs> I was like, that was such a cool song, but she actually made another version of it with Christina Aguilera. So I was like, okay. I mean, it's not R. Kelly, but I think R. Kelly did a good job in that, but I understand you know, the whole situation with R. Kelly, um, obviously I won't go into any detail about it, but I understand her and respect her decision of why she had to remove it. And then The Cure was good. I remember The Cure being really good. Um, I don't really love it as much as I used to. And then I haven't really heard much of Joanne. I, honestly, I was not a big fan of Joanne, just being like wholeheartedly honest. And I, but I think when I was like skimming through the songs, I was hearing a lot of country vibes. So I was like, oh, she's going country now. Or she's like, you know, turning it up a little bit to pop country or something like that. She's trying something new. And she was, you know, becoming more mature too at that age. So it was like saying goodbye to her um, hardcore pop era to be more mature and, you know, experimenting with new things. And, you know, I didn't hate it, but it just was not my favorite album. Yeah, I see. I was Joanne was really like confusing to me because I really art pop really grew on me. And I think I think in the I think in our first episode, I talked about how like when art pop came out, I just was like, what is this? Like going from Born This Way, which was this kind of like stadium electronic goth rock I I was really like art pop I was like why is she I felt like art pop she was kind of following along with the crowd she was she had this EDM sound and I felt like Born This Way had been inspired by you know kind of less mainstream groups like maybe like Crystal Castles or even like Grimes and I mean even like actual like goth industrial like music and then you get to art pop and I'm like she's working with Zed I'm like please you know but I, I ended up really liking Art Pop because of everything that came with it. I mean, she worked with um, actual artists. She worked with Jeff Koons. At, when she mm-hmm. premiered the album, she had Jeff Koons sculptures. The cover is a Jeff Koons sculpture. She worked with <laughs> Marina Abramovich, um, the performance artist. And oh, she, yeah. Like, really tried to, yeah, this whole album, she tried to the kind of press tour at the beginning. She was like, I am an artist. I am a performance artist. I am performing you know my body is the instrument and um at the opening of the art pop concert she actually had this like 14 minute art piece also lady starlight makes an appearance back in the art pop era um actually kind of on tour with her she she would help to open the show and kind of hype up the crowd which i think it's really cool that she brought lady starlight way back you know from way back and brought her into the art Mm -hmm. pop era with her um but i felt like art pop you know showed that she could still do pop um she wasn't you know she 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 I don't think she really cared so much about being mainstream anymore um and even like with songs with do what I want she was like you know I'm not gonna let people hold me back um she was like I'm just I'm gonna do what I want and I'm gonna own it um and so then when we got to Joanne I was kind of confused because I was like you know, you're a singer, songwriter, acoustic. Part of the promotion for that album, she was performing in dive bars. And I just was like, you know, this is someone who's sold out whole stadiums before. Like, how did the, you know, how did this happen? And I, in an interview, she said, you know, I'm not, she's like, you know, I'm in like, I'm 30 now. She was like, you know, I can't make dance music forever. Um, And she, she took a break from that. I, I like a couple songs on there. Um, I really, I really like the song Sinner's Prayer, mm-hmm. um, Million Reasons. I, I think Million Reasons is a good song. It's overplayed, <laughs> but I still think <laughs> it's a good song. Um, and I, I do like the song Joanne, but I, I do think it's a little interesting that if you watch, if you watch the documentary, um, Five Foot Two, I think it's on Netflix still, which is about her and kind of how she created that album. Um, so Joanne is the name um, I believe of her aunt her dad's sister um, who passed away at a young age and Lady Gaga has always said she felt very connected to her Um, but if you watch this documentary 
she tells her grandma about the album and the title and the grandma's like why would you name it after her like she's gone like you didn't even really know her and her whole family kind of questions you know why she would name it that um or even write a song about that um so I don't know I always thought that was kind of interesting um but the other songs like John Wayne and you know it's just I don't know. It's definitely not mm. my favorite. I know some people really liked it. It just, it wasn't, you know, good for her for doing what she wanted to do. Um, and if you've seen A Star Is Born, like, I think, like, songs mm-hmm. like The Cure and, like, a lot of the songs from Joanne, like, they definitely fit into that kind of what she was doing at the time. But it wasn't really my cup of tea. Like, when I think of singer-songwriters, I have other women that I really that have been doing that a lot longer and that I prefer listening to people like Jenny Lewis or like Nico Case or like Rihanna Giddens, like people who like, that's, that's really their jam. Like it's not just something they're kind of randomly trying to do, but I don't know. It's good for her for putting it out, but yeah, I'm like you, it was not my, wasn't totally my thing. And the cure is a fun song, but it sounds like a reject from the movie. It's definitely a leftover cut, I think, from that. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Wow. Wow. So much that we've like covered that it's like, you know, there's so much to talk about her. And I think that's honestly great, especially because she's allowed herself to like, you know, let people get to know her and follow her, her journey on this, like, you know, in the music scene. Yeah. yeah. So that brings us to today where we have Chromatica and I I've been I've been following Chromatica as closely as I possibly can um during these strange times and I know you recently gave it a listen. What what did you mm-hmm. think of it? Um in the context uh, of the book overall. Honestly, um I was expecting Rain on Me to be um a very like cool song but I can't get into it. Yeah. I just like, I, I think I overhyped myself when I was listening to it. And um, I just, I just, I'm not into it yet. I, I know I want to give it um, many, many chances, but um, I don't know. It just hasn't grown on me yet. And I feel like when I was skipping through the songs, uh, the Blackpink song is actually okay. Yeah. Um, so- yeah. Is, is an okay song, but it's not like, oh, like, it's my jam yet. But I feel like every song is, um, sounds the same to me. And so that's why I'm just a little bit not too sure of this album yet. And, you know, I'm not hating on the album. It, it's just like, you know, I know it's a different vibe. It's a different era. And it's a comeback. But it just hasn't grown on me yet. So that's where I'm just going to leave it at. <laughs> Yeah, I I agree with you. I think a lot of the songs sound the same. And I I feel kind of like how I did when Art Pop first came out. I feel like the sound on this album, it's what everybody else is doing. It's what Doja Cat is doing with Say So. It's what Dua Lipa did with Future Nostalgia. The sound is kind of this like disco dance sound, which again, I'm sorry to make the Madonna comparison, but Madonna did it in 2005. She did it with Hung Up. Um, she she did it with her album Confessions on a Dance Floor. Like this is not, it's fun, but it's not, it's not. I, I don't know if this is a sound that's going to be popular in ten, fifteen years. You know, and a lot of the songs on the album to me they really do sound the same. Like songs like Sign from Above or like A Thousand Doves. Like you know, I don't know. This the album I think definitely has some high points. I really do. I, I like the interludes between the albums there are kind of these or between the songs there's kind of these like instrumental parts and there there's one the chromatica two that goes into the song 911 it's like being on a roller coaster like like the the beat drop is so intense um between those songs but even i mean i was listening to it earlier today in preparation for our talk and it's fun it's a fun album but the lyrics aren't like it's you know you, like we were just talking about the same monster and right. even songs like you know, Black Jesus, and, like, it's just not quite that. It's fun, and I, I think this album for her, based on the interviews I have listened to and read and listening to the album, I, she's been through so much in the last few years. Um, she mm-hmm. has fibromyalgia. She has PTSD. 
um, from a sexual assault when she was 19. And I think this album is a lot of just her really kind of overcoming that and processing that. And I think that's really cool as an artist that she can do that. Um, And that it sounds the way it does. You know, it is, it's a lot of dance techno music. Um, It sounds like stuff, you know, it makes me think of almost like sandstorm and oh yeah like you know Uh um but it's just i don't know it's it's a fun album and i'll put it on but it's it doesn't stick with me the same way and it's kind of sad um to say that i i will say i think possibly my favorite song is the closing song which is the song called babylon and it sounds Mm -hmm. a lot like vogue by madonna um but the the (laughs) People have already mixed it together, and it sounds pretty cool. Um, but I, I was really excited for that song because the instrumental for it leaked before the album. Um, it was actually right. used in a promotion for her makeup line for the House Laboratories line, and I was so excited. It, it, you can still probably find the demo version on SoundCloud or on YouTube, and mm-hmm. it's it's this bass. It's just so good. And then I listened to the album, and I was like, this is not. It. this is so different but it really has grown on me um i think it's a fun song um i like the play on words she says you know babylon like like in the bible babylon but also kind of like babylon like keep gossiping like it's not gonna hold me back right um, and i think you know there are a couple songs on there that deal with that living in the you know being famous and living you know in a society now where you know social media everyone has an opinion and everyone's hiding behind the screen and on songs like um plastic doll um and you know fun tonight like she kind of just talks about you know how people perceive her and how she's feeling or what she's really going through um but you know it's a fun album i i feel like if we had more music videos or performances it might feel more cohesive or like we might understand the storyline better. Like the first single was the song Stupid Love. And if you watch the music yeah. video, there's kinds of the like, like different tribes um, that live in, that live in the land of Chromatica and they're like the kindness punks and, you know, <laughs> and um, in the sour candy, like lyric video that just came out, the different members of black pink who are mm-hmm. featured on it. Um, mm-hmm. Each one of them is part of a different tribe, but I don't know. There, there were some interesting features on this album because we do have Ariana Grande on Rain On Me and we have Blackpink. Um, Elton John is also on a song. But it's, oh, it's, it's I not that. an Elton John song. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like a techno dance song. It's not, yeah. it's not an Elton John, you know, and El- Elton and Lady Gaga have performed together before and it's been really awesome and they're on their pianos jamming. Oh, yeah. This, this is not a piano jamming. It was at the Grammys, oh. right? I think it was at, at the, the Grammys, Grammys and she was like all prettier and and everything. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. So I was like, totally like, forgot about that. So I don't I don't know. I guess Elton John likes dance music. So it it the, yeah. the one positive a, a positive I have about this album is that it, it is fun to listen to and it is it's kinda cool to see Lady Gaga return to dance music because after Joanne I wasn't sure if she was gonna come back to it. So I'm happy that she came back to it. But I you know, it's it's an okay album. It's I think, you know, she wanted to put an album out and she put it out and you know, it's it is it is what it, it is. <laughs> right. I know, I was just gonna say, like it is what it is. Like we you know it, if if people love it, great. If you, you're not a fan of it, that's fine too. But you know, she put it out there, it's here and she'll go and we'll see where the music goes right after that. Yeah. Yeah. My, my- for her is that she continues to um she does a lot of mental health advocacy um Mm -hmm. she did a really great talk with oprah i think earlier this year where she talked a lot about you know how she handles her mental health and her physical pain um and she really advocated Mm -hmm. for you know proper health care for everybody and she has the born this way foundation and you know i hope that she continues to do those things um right I think I think I think almost at this point in her career, her music is just that's not even her main thing anymore. She you know she has acting, you know she has her Las Vegas show. You know the putting out new music is just it's just a part of it now. It's not 
it doesn't have to be her main focus anymore. And I think if you can reach that point in your career, like you're, you're doing something right. Um, you know, she, she's gotten her golden globe. She's gotten an, an Oscar. Oscar. And I'm, I'm waiting on her Tony next. I'm waiting for her to be in a Broadway show. I think that's going to be the next thing for her. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I'm hoping she gets into Broadway. I think it would be really cool to, or she can even write a Broadway musical. Like, I think I can see her like writing like a, a script for it, but you know, I really want to see her act more. I think she did a really great job in um, A Star Is Born. It was so sad to see like her role though, but I think she did a phenomenal job. Yeah, I agree with you. I and I really liked her in American Horror Story. Um, <laughs> I think she. I mean, she almost played herself in a way. On <laughs> right. Just kind of the vampire. Like an evil Lady Gaga. Evil yeah, lady, very evil, but very oh, fashionable, gosh. of course. <laughs> Honestly, like I can't. Like I remember watching that episode of American Horror Story, and I literally can't get that image out of my mind because that song in the background, plus her. Like every time I hear that song, I'm just gonna think of Lady Gaga and just that whole scene. <laughs> yeah. On? What was going on that scene? Definitely Children. Yeah. Um. Not for not not good to watch for anybody who's under the age of fourteen to watch that that watch that scene. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just like, uh, yeah. So I'm just kind of a little not scarred for life, but just a little shooken up by that. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. It's but who else? Who else could do it? Who else? you know, who else could do it? And I, yeah, I hope, I, I think she has some more acting lined up. I think she's supposed to play, there's some movie about Gucci, I think about the Gucci family. And I think she has allegedly signed on to that. Um, but I think it'd be really cool to see her do like, kind of like limited series, like HBO type shows, or even like a Netflix series. Um, you know, something that's like, Maybe a little bit above American Horror Story, but that's not quite like a star is born. <laughs> right. But something in between. I think it'd be really cool um, to see her do that. Yeah, I hope I hope she stays with the acting too. And mm-hmm. you know, yeah. And I I I want to see her um, in Las Vegas one day. That's definitely like on my list. I really want to see. She does like a, um yes of course she does like <laughs> a pop show which I, I want to go to, but she also does this kind of more intimate jazz show. And that's definitely more my priority. Um, mm-hmm. it, it just, it seems really cool. She does, she does some of her own songs in a jazz style, but she also does a lot of the like kind of American songbook kind of and jazz classics. Um, and she just, her voice has just been so perfected at this point. Like it just sounds so good. <laughs> right. So, one day yeah. after the corona. <laughs> after I know. The Please let the COVID end soon so we can get back to music venues and concerts and museums and things like that because we miss them so much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this was a really cool um, episode. I think it definitely brought back some memories about, like, you know, my high school days and, and like, you know, discovering her and just to see, like, you know, listen to about, like, how great of a person she is and just the music that really inspired um artists for today and like you know just just she's a queen i'm gonna say everybody needs to bow down to this queen she is a queen (laughs) queen gaga Gaga. yes (laughs) long live live the queen who will always tell us will tell us to do nothing because we were born this way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was a lot of fun and I really hope everybody enjoys this, especially all those monsters listening out there. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys understand that she calls her fans um, little monsters. So yeah. if you are one of those, you... yeah, so yeah, claws <laughs> up and Share this vi- share this video to other monsters, and I really hope everybody enjoys this. Um, and give us a like, give us a comment, tell us your favorite songs, your favorite albums. Did you like Chromatica? Did you not like it? And 
maybe like, you know, just say one good thing that you love about her. Let's spread some kindness. Yeah. I'd be curious to know what people's favorite like era is and why because I think they're all so different and even just Mm -hmm. as we've talked about them and as I think about it they're just all so different you know and they're all good for different reasons even Chromatica and Joanne (laughs) right we we might not see it totally but they're all good for their own reasons so yeah 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 this was a fun episode this was good Yes. Well, thank you guys for joining us tonight and we hope you have a good rest of the week and, and, um, I don't know what else I could say. What's a, let's do like a little cheesy pun. Um, that's Lady Gaga inspired. We already said born this way, but what else can we say (laughs) to end it off? Don't go Gaga out there. Uh, (laughs) act the ladies, keep your mask on. And work it. And wash your hands. Yes, and wash your it. hands, everybody. Work it. Jesus is the new black. Ow! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, good night, everybody, and we'll see you next time on another brand new podcast soon. Yay. Bye. Have a good one. Bye-bye. <laughs>